Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Um, this is a different podcast this week. Just uh, going to be kind of lax. We had some pretty messed up things happen today as far as tech issues. I'm not going to go super into it, but we were both feeling quite defeated and just our energy is really low to, you know, really kind of devote to the full process of doing a normal podcast. So this is going to be a radio show this week. But what we wanted to do was... <laughs> I didn't know how this was going to work because I've tried it on discord uh, before and I wanted uh, to people ask us questions. That way we can make a question section at the end of the show or do something. And I put out something on discord today and there was a huge surplus of questions that came through and I kind of, I saw it as a, I don't know, like a motivation to be able to do something tonight fun that we've never done before, which right. is answering questions specifically in a video rather than on a live. So um, this is going to be very different. Eric and I are sitting in the office without a computer in here, without all the normal gear. It's very odd, but uh, we're, we're recording this just on the audio. So my dumb ass was waiting for you to turn the fucking computer on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, why are we just sitting here? We were both so mad about today. We didn't even get mad. No. Like, I was so furious that I just didn't. And, yeah, so now here here we are. We, <laughs> we're going to do something. We're going to something to take it off our it's, mind. And, yeah. yeah, this is actually quite cool. I'm very excited to see what people are going to ask us. So. Yeah, um, I, I kind of gave him a bit of a prerequisite to be fully well, transparent. But I also um, wanted to know if there was things that like I really needed, like sit down and think about for a minute as far as like, a you know, an answer to a right. question. So, um, well, there's no better way to start this than with probably the one question that made me laugh the most, which was uh, Mads Mind Freak wants to know, do you wipe front to back or back to front? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, oh God, somebody responded and said, I swipe left to right. <laughs> Just do it that way. If you click your tan, it takes a screenshot. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the first one. Because <laughs> um, some of these are like, they're kind of funny, but some of them are, are pretty uh, thought provoking. Yeah, so, I read uh, a few. That was like, so, okay. Uh, let's start off with something simple. So, Princess Mina wants to know, what is your favorite falling in reverse song so far? And, for me, it's really a toss up between voices in my head and uh, watch the world burn like zombified is good, but I find myself gravitating to those more. I'm not a vampire revamped and mm. watch the world burn are probably like top like uh, fight for top spot. It's yeah. like all, all of his stuff, like pretty much there has not been one song that I have heard from Ronnie that I have not liked. Do you feel like trying to choose a favorite uh, Ronnie song is essentially like trying, trying to choose between your children? Well, yeah. It's, it's, it's really yeah. difficult. Like there, you know? there, there's no way. Like there's a lot of songs like, like I said, I haven't gone through all of them, but I have not heard a bad one yet. And again, that is rare for me as uh, you know, somebody that listens to a lot of music, even mm. The great Eminem has right. songs I don't like because the I'm M. like, nah, fuck this song, you know. So you can do better. You know, you can do yeah, better. But yeah. it's just you know a vibe or like the beat or maybe his cadence, and I have not found that yet with Ronnie. Yeah. So and that that is kind of odd for me. I know that I've only gone through a small part of his catalog in the grand scheme of things, though. But didn't we even put something in a video? I think it was probably you that said it, it had to be because you were like, yeah, like, you, like, find a song that's like that sucks. That way we can yeah. rip it apart. Like, yeah. You know, it's like find something that we won't like that Ronnie or, has written. You yeah. Know? Or but one of like, those like find us the shitty song that nobody likes and be like, it's still good. Well, actually, it kind of happened. Wasn't it the alone. song alone? And yeah. we're like, this is fire. I'm on my bad. Yeah. Just oh, okay, just, oh. <laughs> God. I'm like, this song was good. What do you that, mean? That, that was the video that mom told you, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> it was. In front of God and everybody. So <laughs> right. it's, it, on, it's on the internet forever. Forever. So um, let's move on here. Immortal Dom ADHD wants to know, what was the song or artist that really drew each of you into your respective favorite genres? So what was the band or artist that did it for you? Tupac. What, Tupac was the first one? Yeah. So, again, going back to that whole when my cousin uh, Jimmy passed away mm. and when Alan and I were were kids, he was gifted that crate of uh, tapes and stuff. And, yes, cassette tapes, motherfuckers. We're coming to terms with the fact that we're old. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> At least it wasn't A-Track, Mom. Um, <laughs> but, no, it was uh, Tupac, 
I hate to say it because I, I am not a juggalo, but ICP was in that as well. Oh. Um, so Tupac, NWA, and I think Biggie, no, Biggie wasn't there yet. And then a little bit later, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Wow. So okay. it, it, there there was there was a lot like of the greats at first, other than ICP. <laughs> See, um, I don't even have an opinion on them two, either way. Two Life because, Crew was yeah. in there as well. What uh, was it? Uh, two Life Crew. Oh, okay. I've never heard so, of that. Um, yeah. it, so like that, that was part of it. And that was, uh, I, I believe Snoop Dogg. Oh, no. Was it Doggy Style? It might have been. There, there was just a lot in there. We were like 10, 11, like a, a, around there. So yeah, it was like yeah. whatever, whenever those came out. So those are the the few like immediate artists that come to mind that like I listened to over and over and over and over again because it was the greatest shit out, number one. And number two, yeah. the sound just drew me to it. I completely was like, Who's Metallica and the Eagles? I don't want to play with you anymore. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're Andy dropping Woody. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't want to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about you, man? It's it's weird because, I mean, the biggest memory I have was sitting in Sammy's bedroom. We were getting ready to uh, play video games. We were playing uh, Halo at that mm-hmm. time. And she threw on Slipknot. Mm. And we blew things up and killed things while listening to Slipknot. And I didn't understand anything that was happening. I had never heard music like this before. I was not allowed to listen to music like How that. How old were like, you? I was probably 11. Okay, maybe, so, maybe so like 12. Yeah, so like around the same age. Because I came from a really uh, shameful rap background where like I got into that as far as like, because I was just, you know, this really good goody two shoes kid that like listened to gangster rap. And that was because of uh, my friend Donovan at the time. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so like, he was super into it and everything. And uh, whenever we would hang out, that's, that was my biggest rap influence. So I got really into Eminem and D 12, but what ended up happening was, why that are you embarrassed about that? It was more, not so much the music. It was me getting into it just because like, I'm going to paint you a picture. I'm hanging out with Donovan and uh, our buddy Wade. And Wade was at, at that point, we're good now. But at that time, he was kind of somebody that would like give me shit every now and then. He was kind of like the person I would avoid at school or something. And now I'm in, you know, this room with him. And I had just come from like a dare meeting or like where they have like one of those like little mascots of like the animals that's like, oh, don't do yeah. drugs, yeah, kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like, and somebody came up to me and was like, hey, man, do you want a sticker? I'm, I'm a kid. I'm like, yes, I want a sticker. And I slapped it on me and went over to Donovan's place and we hung out and we're listening to gangster rap <laughs> and I'm bobbing my head and Wade just looked at me. He's like, shut up. I'm like, what? He's like, look at your shirt, dude. He's like, you're sitting here listening to that. And you have that dare sticker on you. He's like, get the fuck out. Like it was, like, I'm paraphrasing. So like, it always kind of made me self-conscious because I knew that I enjoyed that genre, but I, I don't know if maybe like, I don't think it was just that situation that stopped it, but it was, man, I, I'm telling you like the second that I heard Slipknot and I was, I was like, man, I'm like, what is this? You like, felt I, something, something that had never happened before. Right. And what was crazy was that this was during when MySpace was a thing. Okay. Um, and it was the first time that you had said something about Slipknot because you knew who they were before I did. Well, yeah, man. And you know, so, well, it's just because of age and everything, but like, you were like, yeah, that's uh, this guy from uh, this band. You're like, yeah, the one with the mask, like, like uh-huh. they look really like messed up or whatever, you know? And it's, I remember listening to bother. And I'm like, wait, I'm like, you can't tell me that this is the same dude. Like, how is oh, this possible? Oh, you're talking about with Stone Sour yeah. and, and then, okay. And it was just, dude, like, that was the whole just duality, which is funny because Slipknot has a song called Duality. But like, <laughs> but, like, that duality of that where I realized, like, dude, like, Corey can make me cry. Mm. And I can just get lost in it or I can listen to this and like channel all the abuse that I've gone through or I can channel all the anger that I've got or like all that stuff. And mm. that, that opened up more doors. Like, okay, it was that moment. Like Luke was actually another big influence in that because he, that we were really coming into our friendship at a time when Christian music was getting harder and it was like more taboo where it's like, yeah, this is a Christian band. They're signed and it's and they're and like yeah. stuff like so there was a lot of bands I found through Luke and everything. And like, it was just, there was quite an extensive library of things. And it was just like, okay, like once I was there, I had the same mentality as that. Like I rarely ever listened to uh rap after that, just because I was so into right. everything that was going on. Now, what I will say is that today I did something that I do at least twice a month. 
was that uh, while you were out today helping, uh, you know, so-and-so with like the tech issues and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I sat here, I blared the speakers and threw on Never Scared. So I'm so mouse out of the club. It's like, dude, I just, I, I cranked some bone, yeah, I cranked some bone, uh, bone crusher and everything. Like it was fun. Like it's just, you know, like it, that part of me obviously is still alive, but uh, those were definitely the, uh, the two uh, situations or the two people or like the bands and stuff that did that for me. It really was Stone Sour and Slipknot. Like yeah, yeah. just knowing that that was even possible. And then, you know, the idea that Slipknot still had incorporated singing melodies on top of screaming and sure. doing stuff like it's, it was quite the experience. That's, so, that's, that's the thing is yeah. like it, it's the fact that you heard different sides and that's what I did with my rap as well, man. Like I, I there wasn't just one style. So that's what I, right. I liked about it. Um, wow. That was a long answer. <laughs> so uh, guys, there's no structure to this as far as like how many questions we're going to get through and whatever questions we don't ask, we will save for another time. But or good, that like was that. a really but, good question. Yeah. These guys are awesome. They just, it's, it's insane the diversity that we have on Discord and the people yeah. that are into the same things that we are but have their own personality too. And it's like it just it does nothing but Fuck shine. Yeah. It's so cool. Um actually uh Jarrett wants to know, uh, what was the first thing that made you think I want to record YouTube videos? Like it's like like what was the what was the thing that made you want to do that? So I had two different things that I like that made me want to do it, and it was you know, the two lits, the, the laid backs, the, the shacks, the D Gibbies, all, all the greats, you know, as far as the reactors. So I've always wanted to do that. And then ASMR and the reason, yeah. so the, the reason I wanted to do ASMR was because the fact of, you know, I have trouble sleeping and I, I stumbled across ASMR well over a decade ago or a decade ago. And I was like, wow, you know, this has helped me so much as far as like when I've had bad nights or something that Mm. I wanted to give back and be like, maybe I can do something like that. And it's just the fact I I did both, but Riker Road took off. So (laughs) I kind of put the other one to the side. Right. And it's even at that, like I had those few videos out and I was like, man, these are great, but like, they're not polished. And then I go back and look now and I'm like, Oh, these are terrible because <laughs> yeah. of like what Riker road looks like now compared to like what it looked like, you know, from back then as well. So where it's like, I don't know where I would have been if I would have kept with it and grown with that. Right. But this, you know, the other one took off and, and I enjoy both. It's not like I'm like, Oh, screw that one. It's just, this one takes a lot of my time up now. Yeah. I've I've toyed with getting back into it, but yeah, those are the two things that were the like kind of main ones. I was like, you know what? If I can, I'm gonna. It's interesting because even the the focus right that is sitting on mm-hmm. the desk right now, like that's how we edit, that's how we uh, record music and all that stuff. Like it was originally bought with the intent for, for the quality ASMR. of ASMR, yeah. and it's like. It's just that's that's why I bought these microphones. Right. And it's this is the thing, guys, is that, you know, everybody has this question of like, oh, like, how do you have such a good setup and everything? And it's like, I wish I could sit here and tell you that from the very beginning, when we clicked by now that we knew the ultimate goal of how everything was going to be put together. And the truth is, we didn't. We had completely different ideas in the beginning. And it's like how everything evolved in that is just wild. It's yeah, just, because it's, it's nuts. Riker Road was a gaming channel, and then I had my ASMR channel. That's yeah. why I bought the microphones because it was supposed to be for both. And then your podcast, it was like right. it was hitting all of these things. That's why I got them. And then I got this focus right. But it's you're right. It was for other things. And then now look where we're at. There's a I'm I'm staring at a plaque behind your head yeah. right now because of what we did on the other channel. And it's like, that wasn't what it was supposed to be at first. No, <laughs> this was weird. I've often played with the mentality of uh, what gaming would look like now, if that were to ever, you know, change into anything or like if we would have stuck through it and had the growth that we did, or yeah. if you're like, again, like the whole ASMR thing too, like it's, it's kind of that, you know, uh, Robin Williams mentality of just like, you know, uh, in night of the museum, when Ben Stiller's character looks at him and says, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And he just looks at him and says, how exciting. I know. You know. I think about that line a lot. It just do you like that's that, I think that that's something that has really proven itself with the content and everything that we've gotten to create and how people have just, you know, opened their arms to us and everything like, you know, it's like I don't know if we would have garnered the same audience because it's no. like we, we have, you know, with music, it's so specific in that aspect. You know, it's like people music, love music as much as we do. Yeah. Music is a an art form like we've talked about and 
you have to like the same artist, no pun intended as far as like, you know, music, but like for the art form, like you have to be in the same mindset of that or, you know, whatever. It's like you do draw like-minded people. Yeah. Gaming. Yeah. You can argue that, but you're right. I don't think we would have the same crowd. No, it, it would have been different, but good for different reasons. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. that kind of mentality. So, so um, what about you, man? Uh, dude, I've been making videos with Sammy since I was 12. You, you have know, been. Like, so, yeah, I was saying you have been making videos long before anything that I watched, paid attention to, followed mm -hmm. anything like that. Like you were kind of. I don't want to say right on the bandwagon when YouTube was a thing, but like I, I know that you were on YouTube trying things and having fun, like very early on, a, on YouTube. What's I, I think I talked about it in the, uh, cause I'm not going to go too, be, too, too deep into it, but uh, on the hundred K video for the unboxing was that it's like, I was making YouTube videos with an iToy from the PS2. I, right. I, I downloaded drivers on the shitty computer we had in the kitchen Yep, because we, because we didn't have a lot of room on uh, the street where we were living on in the duplex. Yeah. Like, Ah, uh, LimeWire. So, oh, I remember that. I, I, uh, uh, guys, comment below if you guys have ever given your computer AIDS. Multiple <laughs> you, times. It's like, it's just like that idea of like, oh, yeah, but and like, what wasn't it terrible whenever you would download a song and then you could play how much was downloaded and then you would just keep playing it yeah. and then like keep finishing it? I'm going to take yeah. even further back with, with your dad at the house up by mom now, Napster. <laughs> you can't see oh his God. face, guys, but oh, my oh, God. Shit. I forgot about Napster. I remember telling your dad, I'm like, I'm downloading this bone. Th it was bone thugs and harmony. And he's like, well, how many songs is it? And I was like, I don't know, like 16, 18. And it was going to take like three hours, man. Three <laughs> hours. Up, like dial up internet. Oh. Even, even like quote unquote road runner at yeah. that point. It's, <laughs> it's just, it was the one thing that <laughs> it, was, it was the only one that didn't interrupt your phone, <laughs> which is so weird that, yeah. that like, I, I don't know how the tech like is involved in that. I'm not well to speak on it, but Man, it was just, it was weird because. So, so back to it, like, yeah, what, was, um, there, was there like an actual, like, uh, channel or anything that like inspired or no? I think that it was, it was honestly like, it was a, it was a big amalgam of things. Like it, there was no like specific one, like film riot stands out to me because it really was my film school, mm -hmm. but I didn't get into them until I really like had a job. You know, like when I was like, That's maybe what I'm like saying. It, it wasn't like when you started um, YouTube, though. No. And it's what got me. Actually, I'm going to go back really super deep. So if there's any people that know about this, um, I'll be very shocked. But there was a YouTuber named uh, Venom Fang X, and he was a Christian YouTuber that uh, he actually was the first uh, person that ever explained the existence of God and how you can practically prove it. Now, his argument has since been ripped apart by many people and like mm. they've like discredited it. But like okay. what caught me was that he was basically like the idea of that saying that, look, you have to uh, you have to have your mindset on one of two things. Either everything came from something or everything came from nothing. And it was like an argument against like evolution of the Big Bang, where it's like, look, if you like if you have nothing, the Big Bang came from nothing. Well, nothing produces nothing. Right. So it's like this idea that no matter what it is, like you can at least like acknowledge that there was mm. something that made everything okay. and he went deeper. Like his videos were quite compelling at the time. And uh, there were a lot of controversies with some stupid decisions that he made. Like he outright lied in a lot of videos about like different things that were happening. So like it was mm. kind of a bad taste that was left in my mouth. But I started YouTube really because of him, because I okay. wanted to make ministry videos and I wanted to, you know, oh, that's right. people and like, I wanted to share the good news, all that stuff. Like, I, you know what? So, I actually forgot. You're right. I, Cause it wasn't it like spider Kyle. It was something? spider for Kyle. It was, yeah. it was S P Y D E R for K Y L E. <laughs> and dude, I made a lot of really dumb decisions on that channel. I was challenging. Go find it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, you can't because it's Kyle Wright 425. I, I removed everything and changed the name. You so. son of a bitch. That's right. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, Cause even uh, Luke was over last night and he was like, yeah, he's like, I, I know where the spider for Kyle ch channel is. I'm like, no, you don't. Cause you don't realize that I changed the name of it. And stuff. so it's like a lot of people were like, where's all these old videos. I'm like, well, they're not, they're not there anymore. There. <laughs> so, uh, and forget they're reason. with God now very much. And so they're, they're in a uh, video purgatory or hell or heaven wherever all wherever all deleted videos go but um no that that was pretty much it it was uh, i started uh getting into you know uh making you know christian oriented videos of spreading the gospel and then that turned into that i went to college and then i started doing college vlogs um and then 
from that point on, it was just kind of like, you know, throwing anything at the wall and seeing what stuck. Like, scary stories were there for a little while, and then it became and like... they're back. You know, yeah, so, like, I mean, it's just... It's not check how, them out, guys. Please do, because uh, especially, too, we got a section on Discord, too, that if you guys have a scary story that you yeah. want to submit for me to read, it has a chance to be on a uh, video. So, if you want to do that, but... Let's see here. Oh, Lady Kins wants to know who would perform at your dream concert. Damn it, Kyle. That's when I was trying to think of. Oh. <laughs> and you jump straight to it. Um, go. You go first. Um, honestly, what I would love is I would love the most odd concert ever. Like it's like when you find out that Incubus is touring with Slipknot. Yeah. You know, so okay. Like that yeah, type yeah, of thing. yeah. But uh, there is a part of me that would love for NF to open the show. And then I would love Stone Sour Ooh. to come out on the next uh, next one. And to finish off the night, I would love to have Breaking Benjamin if we're going to do three. That's like because a, a Breaking Benjamin concert to me is the perfect concert. It's just it's people aren't getting rowdy like people are borderline worshiping. Sure. When they're like Breaking Benjamin is not the same vibe as what you get from Falling in Reverse cuz like Falling in Reverse is just off of the chain. Like it's it's like people are crowd surfing yeah. and going nuts and stuff. You were in it first hand, man. Yeah, well we we all were and me and Devin left. loved it. Meg was a trooper too. Dude, I, I got to say this right now, Meg has just been one of the like best human <laughs> beings I've gotten to know. Like swords I, I was like, man, like Facts. she's staying. I was like, god, like it's just like she's Dude, in the, she she's stayed in the right pit. like yeah, she stayed right by me. Yeah, it's but yeah, I mean, I find myself kind of leaning more into that old man energy like I, okay. I love uh like even then like i wouldn't be in the pits i would probably be in one of the nosebleed seats up near the stage and stuff that way i can see everything and like you know like i i i, I really like being by myself with people if that makes any sense no that, that, that makes know? total sense so uh but yeah th that would be my three is that started off with uh with nf have stone sour uh you know <laughs> Give me the full experience of, you know, the slow and the fast songs and then just let let Ben and his band just sing, sing the night away. Yeah. And just end, end it with Diary of Jane the way that I hope that they do, you know, so. Oh, yes. So, dude, so, yeah, yes. So, but yeah, mine would probably be all somewhat similar as far as like I would want NF. Um, I would want uh, Hobson. And I was thinking about this. I would want Michael Jackson and probably mm. Bone and Tupac. Like that was like, man, you're reaching beyond the grave. Hell yeah, that's facts, awesome. dude. Like I'm, that's I'm awesome. talking like in in a per, in a perfect world, um, Easy E might make a cameo in there. You know, like you know, a little Ice Cube, little NWA or something. But no, mm -hmm. this is when when you're when you're talking about something like my perfect concert. I know it's a lot of names to put in, but you can have big shows. Like I went to rock uh, the the original Rock the Mic tour when there was. Seriously, probably 20 performers that came out, but it was 50 cents tour. It was basically 50 and Jay-Z were the headliners, but yeah, there was probably 20 other performers like Ludacris, Snoop Dogg, Memph Bleak, Freeway, Missy Elliott, Twista, Busta Rhymes. <laughs> like, yeah. they, like there was a bunch of people that just like came out and did like a song or two, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if it like just uh, like differed like where they were at in the United States, but still... Right. We got a lot of people, and I was like, "This is a fucking show." So, but yes. yeah, no, the, those are those are some of the ones that stick out to me that I listen to that I repeat a lot. The ones that really do something, you know, to my soul. I guess. What's I think that especially too, like I mean, when you have the ability to throw all the titans in a room. Or in mm -hmm. a place like I mean, just being able to experience that, like it's that. Uh, what's that joke mentality of that? Oh, like if everybody that we think is awesome in a room, like they all show up, it's like the room is just going to explode. Like it's like, you know, like the awesome <laughs> right, is the right, energy of right. the world is just going to, you know, just pop it. <laughs> the know? world ain't ready. <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Faye Penguin wants to know what's the song or songs that have affected you. Oh, sorry. Uh, what's the song or songs that have most affected your life? Um, I, I would say that I have a surplus, but I would say that there's probably a couple that would really stand out to me as okay. far like with like stuff. I've yeah, go ahead with or whatever. But um, I don't know. Like there's there was a song that um, <laughs> you guys are not going to expect this. Uh, so there's a Christian band called uh, Casting Crowns. They started off as a uh, worship band. And then as they grew and got more professional, they were they essentially were like like somebody was like, hey, do you want to like do this for a living? And they're like, yeah, we'll do it. And. Uh, there was a, a song that uh, 
somebody that I was in a relationship with at that point. Um, mm. They were big into music too, and they could sing and different things. You know, I play guitar and all that stuff. So it was like kind of that, you know, fun thing that we could do together. Mm. And um, she came over the one night and she's like, Hey, I have a karaoke track. Do you want to learn a song that we can sing? I, I want to perform it or whatever. And I said, yeah, like, well, let's, let's do that. And um, I'm not going to let this be a boo fest, but um, basically what it was, was that it was called, um, uh, I think it was either called my friend or I lift my friend to you. Okay. And it was the mentality of, you know, being a Christian and trying mm. to share the gospel and stuff where it's like, I know that my friend is so far gone and I know that he, he or she is living a lifestyle that they think is going to end up in a good place. And we know where that road leads. And it's just like, Lord, I, I yeah. lift, I lift my friend to you. Like I, I can't do anything about this. This is, this is, you know, one of the hardest things I can do, but I'm lifting him or her up to you. Like this is out of my hands. Let's, mm. I have faith that you'll do it. And like, it comes back to me every once in a while. And like, I, I, I don't know, like I've not listened to it since because it is really tough to listen to because there's not a lot of good memories that surround it. But sure. the music itself, like casting crowns just has a way of writing songs that are very impactful, even though they've become like stereotypical now, like, uh, like, you know, I'll praise you in the storm. Like, it's like the storm is raging, you know, the, the ship is breaking, but I'm still mm. like, it's like they have that, that type of mentality yeah, of things yeah. and like their stuff is very, very powerful. And I, I would say that that was definitely one, uh, that stood out to me. Um, other than that, I mean, it's, you know, if you want to talk about anything that's emotional, like, you know, if you think about some 41 writing up a, a breakup song or like, you know, uh, rap songs that go super hard. Like I, I probably could have a mm. massive list, but for whatever reason, that one, uh, that one really has kind of stuck with me. Like it's, it's that kind of memory that stays with me no matter so, where I'm at, you know, the one that, you know, like, like when you say where it's like, it sticks with you and I've, I've listened to a lot of things for many years, but to really affect me in a way that I I've truly felt like an emotion no emotion is not the right word because I always feel emotion with songs, but mm -hmm. I guess something to a caliber like that mm -hmm. is well, intro three. Oh, I, 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 I know it's newer, right? But it's one of those, like I listen to such hardcore rap for most of my life, a little bit of R and B, you know, like whatever fuck mm. songs, some shit like that. <laughs> but like, you know, so it, it wasn't always like that to where like you kind of, have a like self-reflection or something like that, or like something that you can really like, uh, like, you know, um, what's the word? Like see yourself as, or like whatever it is, like compare mm. it. That's the word compare. Right. Is that. And like, I just, I listen to that song and I just, I sit there and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do sometimes. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And when I listen to it on repeat, it's just one of those things where it doesn't get worse in a bad way, but like it gets worse. You, yeah. you know, <laughs> intro three is not a song that calm, like it's it's influence on you does not calm down the in the repetition of how many times you yeah. listen to it. It, it. it does get more severe. It just it kind of makes me realize certain things. And I guess that's the one that has really hit me the most, I guess, lately in general. But it just all around when I think about my life, even when I was hearing rap for the first time or whatever, but like, yeah, it's, it's something that I just, I can't let go of. And mm. that one really sticks with me. So oh. that's a really good question. Yeah. Do you guys, these are, there's some really that, like, solid questions that like here. really yeah. flustered me for some reason. <laughs> It's I mean, I no, I did like didn't know what to do with my hands or my words. Well, this one may be a little more uh, on the nose. And I think that we can, uh, take this one pretty well as far as uh you know an in-depth look is that uh matthew vire wants to know what was the dynamic for you guys as brothers growing up this is this is a question that has come up a lot and i i this is something i want to make I think sure people is, are gonna be very disappointed in the well, answer <laughs> i think that what, what is so unique about you and i is that like for for the the long and short of it essentially is is that you and i have different dads you were born at a very different time from me. You've got how many years on me? Like, cause you're, you're what now it's so it's like almost nine. It's, it's eight, but like, it's yeah. kind of almost nine. Like, cause I'm, I'll be 40. Right. And, and I just turned 31. So it's right. It's, so it's like 
people ask like questions before on lives and stuff like, you know, Oh, like did you guys ever fight growing up or like, was there ever this or that? And I mean, like, we did. We were like, we're brothers. Like, it's like, it's like looking at the cast of like, you know, boy meets world where it's like, yeah, like, dude, like we fought all the time. We were kids. Like it's like, we did what right. we did. You know, it's like, what's weird is that I think the way that we've said it before is that it was hard for us to like, have that like no it's my turn to use the computer like it was like no dude like i was playing with legos when you were dating girls right so it's like it we had a very interesting upbringing in that aspect where it's like we we had very like i would say isolated incidents like where, where we would like connect and something would happen but yeah. for the most part like we were pretty much like doing our own thing like you know it was you know we yeah we lived together or whatever but like there was never that deepness if you will like we, we never I was super had, young you were a teenager yeah then, i would so. say we never had that like collision like that uh, other than like when you were like you know three four five years old and i was still you know yeah. like you know mid-teens or you know pre-teen you know, when I would, the whole melon head thing. And then like, you know, shit. Like, sorry, I, I was mean, such a wuss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, you were a kid, man. But it yeah. was, it was just one of those things where you do have that like mentality a little bit where it's like, I'm the older brother. I'm this, I'm supposed to do this, but then it becomes a real thing in the future where it's like, I don't know if I should say this word, but like nobody can call my brother a faggot, but me like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's like, that's the thing is nobody can hurt my brother's feelings, but me. Right. And it's because, well, one, I've earned it. And two, mm. you, I'll fuck you up. Right. Like I will fuck your whole day up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that, that's the thing is like our, our dynamic on that was very different than people think. Well, because it's, yeah. it's like you said, I was working jobs when you were just now, you know, kind of hanging out with friends and going outside and riding bikes like that. I wasn't home. No, I didn't live at the house like that. You know, it was just it was weird when I really think back on our childhood. We had a small window that we were kind of like in the house together, brothers, mm -hmm. but it went away very quickly, you know, and. I see, I, I see, you know, uh, my girlfriend's kids now, I don't want to say them by name, but sure. they're only a couple years apart. Oh man. Hold it. They, they are at each other and it's fun. But then after me, I'm like, all right, hold the fuck on. Yeah. Right. Like, all right. I'm over it. Like I let yeah. a lot of shit slide because I'm like, oh, they're fucking boys. Like, what are you going to do? Right. But at some point I have to be like, okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. So yeah. But it is kind of fun to see that because I'm like, that's good. Let them do this now because when they're older, they're going to be connected at the hip. That's well, it's I think that that's what's really interesting about our situation is that like, again, like we've only talked about this a couple of times and it's not like anything that like it's not a horse that needs to be ridden, you know, for a long distance. But it's like there was a very small amount of time that you and I just did not gel. And it was more so when I was coming into being an adult, you were already an adult. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's just they're like. It was soon after that that when you had officially moved back to Ohio because you were living in Pittsburgh for yeah. the time for that time. And like when you came home, we both were kind of just figuring out life. And it was just like it was like, what do we want to do? Or like, how has this happened? And like, you know, sad we, that I was that much older than you and still figuring out life. Well, no, dude, like, well right, but it's it, I mean, it's it's interesting just because you know, like we got to have this relationship that we never had before because we were living in a duplex. It was not the biggest place, and uh, my bedroom was in the basement. You had you know your inflatable you know bed that yeah. you had, and I had mine you know or the couch or whatever. I, like, I came I came home with nothing, man. Yeah, and it's, I, I came creeping yeah. back home to my mommy's house and duplex. Yeah, well, <laughs> do you remember the one night when we were downstairs? <clears throat> just it was like I don't know, like twelve thirty at night. Like I think I think maybe I came home from the bar or something like oh, that. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're downstairs and you, we we were just like fucking cackling about i forget what we were talking about and mom being just funny she came to the top of the steps opened the door she's like i yeah came down down there and we both went and sorry then, mom and then, and, then, and then i went wait a minute i'm 30 years old like what am i doing and we both went yeah what the fuck mom like no yeah that, that was just the fact that she she i she loved that. Like if she had to have, because that, we that, were just down there having a fucking riot. It was dude. Like I finally understood what it was like to grow up with a brother that I was close with. And that it was like, 
the first dynamic that we had actually, cause like we never shared rooms. Like we never like, no, had, like, no, was, we never did. No, and it was. So it was just like, the, it was the word adults were like, what's up? Like, right? <laughs> so like, it, it's weird. Like we've had moments like that. Like even like when we had those cheap ass bar stools that we sat in around the pool table, that was not, there was not enough room. And we sat and watched the amazing Spider-Man too. And it's like, Dude. it was one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had watching a movie, but we both knew we wanted to watch a movie. The TV was taken upstairs. We had three feet of clearance <laughs> between the computer and the pool yeah. table that was never used. And like, it was just all the oh, stuff. Oh, I like, used it. <sighs> yes, you did. Sorry, <laughs> mom, Mike, I used to bang a few chips on that. I never once played pool on it. Kind of like Aunt Heidi's house. Surprise. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's to me. I think that it's like, that was kind of our dynamic of our relationship was that we basically figured it out. Like, it's like, we understood that it was like, yeah. all right, like I actually do like this guy. Like, you know, it's like, you know, so like, it's, you know, it's like, I, I enjoy spending 10 minutes at a time with you. It's all good. Like, you know, so, and, and now, uh, cause there's, there's some other questions on there that we're asking, like, you know, how do we pump out content and like, how do we do this? Like, you know, you guys seem to be very close. Like, are you like, you know, like, well, shocker, like, we still live together. Right. So it's well, well, a lot not, of, not continuously. I moved back here. I, I moved in with, Kyle about three years ago. Yeah. And it's, that was honestly uh, what I will say is that to kind of like put it here is that, you know, you moving into this house in the situation that I was in was one of the best things that ever happened to me. So mm. it's like being able to have that. And when it finally was just you and I, we had something to where it was like, all right, this is a new dynamic, a new normal or whatever, however, however you want to put it. And I don't know, like it, it's, it's made me kind of look at my home life very differently. Like it's, it's like, wow, like, you know, like I can do this, this and this, or like, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's that whole idea where it's like, I'm not living with a friend. I'm not like, it's like, no, dude, I'm living with my family. Like, it's like, there's never, there's <laughs> never been like a moment that it's ever been like, oh, like, I, like, I don't want to talk to them about this. Like, no, like we talk about everything and it's pretty like, much, it's, it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's just, and I've told you before, I'm like, this is your house, dude. You want to paint the walls pink and purple, paint them pink and purple. You ain't got to run shit by nobody. Right. Like, it's so, yeah, I think, I think you having that, um, that freedom also kind of helps with everything as well. Yes. I mean, at the end of the day, like to really truly like answer that question, I would say is that, you know, our dynamic was very unique. Like it's, it's kind of like that, like Macaulay Culkin thing where yeah. it's like, my life is very unique to me. You know, it's and, and like we we don't we didn't have the normal bring no, up that way. Like and we're we're odd. still hang you know kicking it and hanging out together now, but it's different. Like you said, we're adults now. It's not teenagers and you know middle schoolers. So yeah, it's it's weird. It's weird in a good way. Uh, um, we'll go ahead and uh, end on this one because again tonight we were just doing this is to make sure that like we're about like forty minutes or so. So uh, we, right. we were planning on like 30, 45 minutes or yeah, give yeah, or take yeah, yeah. you know for tonight because we want to make sure you guys had some content and uh, to be able to you know roll into the next. I'm one trying to play Call of Duty. No, <laughs> no, same. So, uh, but uh, Mamwich. Um, so this one was really interesting, and uh, I, I scrolled through all of these, and this one really did stick out to me, and it was a uh, little pixie nerd. Okay. On Discord, she Love said, or she asks, um, or he asks, or whoever, but I don't know. But I, I'm just seeing the looks like it's almost like a dog's on the picture. But anyway, but uh, this person asked. This person. So, um, <laughs> have you ever had a random encounter with someone that stuck with you, and what was it? Like maybe like a like a stranger, or just like a random thing that happened to you? Actually, yes. So I I'm forgetting this gentleman's name. But when I lived in Pittsburgh, we worked on the, uh, on the strip district and there was a homeless man by choice. By choice? Yes. And I'm, I won't get into the backstory, but apparently he was like, he's, he was a veteran and like all the, like there was a reason, like he was very smart, but like this is what he did. He was homeless on purpose and he had been for about 10 years at this point. Holy shit. Okay. And he was older, probably 50s or 60s. And he had a shopping cart. So what he would do is, is I remember the one day, uh, my ex at the time, and I, it was kind of the first time I had met him, but he asked for like a cigarette or something like that. And she was like, here, I've got here, take a whole pack. And he went, oh my gosh, thank you. And he went into his cart and he said, what size shoe do you wear? It, because he had nice things actually like because he would kind of pick and do things he gave her like a pair of high heels or whatever like he did he didn't take it for free he didn't really like to accept money he would accept meals and things like that so he would barter he basically bartered right. yes he was one of the only homeless men in the strip district that the police didn't fuck with 
Mm, okay. They they knew that, let's say Bill was his name. Like, Bill was the only one that, no, you leave him alone. He's fine. He's yeah. fine. He right. does his he does his real thing, and he does right. And there was also a, there was also a streetwalker, a, a hooker. And the funny thing was, I, I never, like, personally, like, encountered her, mm-hmm. but I had seen her. And I remember that the beat cop and my ex were talking about her. He's like, we arrest her all the time because she's dumb. And what he said was, is he's like, we've told her, and it's a real thing that, okay, I'm going to tell all you perverts a real piece of advice here. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you pay a, a prostitute you if to not get anybody in trouble, you have to record it because now you're paying her to be in your porno. Oh, my God. Okay. She wouldn't do it. And she kept getting arrested. It was like, you don't even have to make it look good. Just set up a camera in the like, yeah, right. Yeah, they were right. like yeah. giving her the kingdom or the keys to the kingdom. And she didn't listen. <laughs> she kept getting So that was just another funny encounter. But yeah, yeah. that, that homeless man really like, I, I remember him because mm-hmm. he, he wasn't like anybody else or these panhandlers that you would see. Like he was a legit person that was like, nope. I, I'll earn my keep. I'll do something. Yeah. So that that was yeah that was mine. I've got two, um, which I mean, if they, I kind of had two. Uh, well, it's well, <laughs> maybe that's fair. Um, mine are drastically different <laughs> um, with the hooker thing, but uh, um, no. Um, the first one, uh, both of them relate spiritually, especially with like where I was at in my faith at that time, and like the like because I have had many random conversations with many random people. Sure. And one of the things that's really weird, I guess you could say about me is that like, uh, I won't divulge their name, but somebody I'd worked with, uh, our thing was, we would always hang out at the tavern, you know, mm-hmm. and that was local mm-hmm. in town and stuff on Friday night. That's what we would do. We all go cash Karaoke our checks. You know, like we would, you know, go, go get a, like a steak meal or something, yep. hang out, do our thing. And I had a moment with somebody out on the back deck, we were smoking a cigarette and they just started opening up to me. Mm. And like, we had never done that before. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, no, let them talk. Like, you know, they, they need to get this out. And mm-hmm. about halfway through, they just shook their head and they're like, I, I don't know even know why I'm telling you this. And I'm like, I get that a lot. <laughs> and it's like, that's, yeah. it's just, it's something, I don't know if it's like my aura or energy you should be a whatever. bartender. Like, I don't want to do that, but it would be fun. Like for, <laughs> I'm for just the, saying like the conversation like, yeah. would be great, but right. like, it's, but, um, the one was on a missions trip. Uh, we were uh, down south in one, one of those states. I couldn't even tell you which one it was, but I was with somebody that uh, I had met just that week. We were staying at like a house that was off of the church or whatever. Like we all had our bedrooms and stuff that we could stay in grouped, of course. But um, we were both really nervous because we were doing open air evangelism. Like we were walking the streets and finding people and talking. I've got my own thoughts on that process of like how like I don't think that that's the right way you should do it now, but at the time it was dude, like we were out there for like 12 hours and mm. just like, it was all day. Like, yeah. I, we, like he was nervous. He knew I was nervous and I knew mm-hmm. he was nervous and it was just the two of us walking the streets and stuff. And dude, all day, we just blew every opportunity to talk to people. And we were out at this pier and I remember just sitting there thinking like, we're about to leave in 45 minutes. Like the van is about to go. Like if we're going to do this, we need to do this. Like we said, this is the whole reason why we were, we were out here. And I looked over and on the pier, there was this gentleman. I'll never forget it. He had a, uh, a brace on his arm, almost like he maybe like sprained his wrist or Mm -hmm. something, but it was, it was all like dark and everything. Like it was black and he was sitting with his head in his hands and I think the the gentleman's name I was with was Andrew for sake of argument. I looked at I looked at Andrew. I'm like, let's go talk to him. I'm like, he looks like he's kind of in a rough spot or whatever. Maybe we can just pray with him or something like, you know, maybe if he even wants it, like, you know, give him encouragement. He doesn't know us from Adam. Like mm-hmm. this guy's never met us. I've never mm-hmm. met him. And dude, we walked up to him. I remember this guy's, I know for a fact, I remember this guy's name. His name was Terry. And you don't remember the person you were with that you spent the missions trip with, but you remember uh, the stranger's name. Yes, sir. 100%. I remember exactly wow. what he looked like. If I had a pen and paper, I probably could draw you a very crude drawing of what he looked or like. Or Devin. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the whole like, yeah, well, he had big brown eyes and he had like, no, but, uh, um, I walked up to him and I was like, excuse me, sir. Uh, this me and my buddy, Andrew are down here. We're with our church and, uh, we're just, you know, praying with people that need it. Or like, we're just, you know, down here to talk to people. I'm like, do you mind if we talk to you for a minute? And he just smiled and shook his head and he went, sit down. 
and we both sat on the opposite sides of him. And I looked on his left arm and on the inner part of his forearm, he had this, had the fish, the whole like symbol of like, you know, yeah. the Jesus fish, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. but it was like tribal. It had like this cool shading to it or whatever. It was a very modernized version of it. And he went, you guys don't understand what you just did for me right now. I don't remember what he was going through. I don't remember why he was upset or why, what was going on, but he went down to the pier to pray. Oh, and we sat and we talked with him and he's, he led us in prayer. Okay. He was just, he grabbed us by the shoulders and he was like, he's like, Lord, he's like, I want to thank you for my new friends, Kyle and Andrew. I, you know, you, you knew this was going to happen and you knew I was struggling with this and you, and you brought me encouragement. And it was just one of the weirdest situations that had ever wow. happened. And like when people ask me about my faith and they're, they're like, you know, like, well, how do you know? I'm like, I'm like, how do you explain this? Like we were in a town that had like, I'm pretty sure we were in Nashville now okay. that I think about it. Okay. So it's like, that's kind of like quote unquote, if you want to call it like maybe a version of like sin city, people are down there and partying and doing their thing right. and stuff. And we found the one Christian dude <laughs> that was in a bad way. And we were an encouragement for him. It was just, it, it was insane. Like it was just, it was, I've, I've thought about him a lot and I, I don't even, I, we, I didn't have a cell phone at that time. I was younger. Right. So it's like, I don't have a way to even get a hold of him. I don't know if he's even out there. I don't know if he's even still alive. Like I, I, yeah. I, I don't know anything about him, but, wow. um, since you had to, I'll, I'll divulge mine quickly, uh, for the second one was that, uh, it actually happened at our local family dollar and you can take what you want from this story and think whatever you think. I have my opinions of what I think happened really. But I was stocking shelves because I worked part-time at family dollar and I heard the bell go off. We hadn't, yeah. we, we hadn't had, you know, however many customers, it was a slow day. It was like a Sunday or something. Mm -hmm. And I saw that there was a, an, maybe like an older woman, maybe she was probably like maybe like forties or fifties or something like she looked, maybe looked, looked like mom or whatever. Like she was well put together, you know, it looked like she had, you know, had some minor mileage on her or whatever, but mom, he just said you had mileage so, on you. <laughs> we all got mileage and ground him. <laughs> and, uh, I heard the bell and I went, Oh, so I, you know, threw the box down and went to go run up to get in the, uh, uh, area for the cash register. And I slipped. And I was like, oh, I caught myself. And I kind of laughed. I was like, oh, huh, that was scary. And they just looked at me and they went, hmm. And motioned their head down for the stuff for me to scan them. And I'm like, oh, great. We got a fun one. So like, so like I was oh, just like, no. And I started scanning stuff. And this woman looked at me and she said, how long have you been here? And I said, Oh, I've been here for uh, like, you know, probably about six hours. I'm like, we're getting ready to close up in about an hour. And she's like, and she looked at me now, mind you, I do have a name tag that has my name on it. She looked at me and she went, no, Kyle, how long have you been here? And I went oh, at family dollar. And she went, yes. And I said, oh, um, at this point, I'm like maybe like six months huh. I'd been there. And she looks down at the ground and she goes, okay, looks back up and goes, you know, you're going to be rich, right? What the fuck? And I, and I kind of laughed it off. I'm like, well, that would be nice. Wouldn't it? <laughs> Try, trying to be like the whole, like, uh, you know, the Chris Farley, like, well, you never can tell. Can you? You know, so like, and I tried to deflect it and she went, no, it'll happen. What the fuck, man? When and, were you going to tell me this? And I, I thought I did, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, she then looked at me and she's like, you know, money's not everything, right? Yeah. And I went, yeah. yes, ma'am. I do. And she went, okay, thank you. Have a good night. And she left. There was no context. There was nothing that, uh, would explain. I've never seen this woman again. I, I, she was her face was so different. Like, I, I don't know how to explain mm. it. Like I've never seen anybody that looks like her. And again, if you're going to take a, you know, biblical route with this was that I, f I found a verse later on. Unfortunately, I don't have the reference, but uh, I can't remember who's writing it, but they essentially said, um, be kind to everybody that you meet for those in the past have entertained angels and not known it and not known it. Mm. And 
I don't know if that even means anything or whatever. I mean, like, again, if you're going to take the word of God as truth, then sure. obviously that should mean something. But it, I don't know, man, like those were the two situations like that last one was really odd. Like it it still comes back to me to this day like Terry does where I'm just I'm like, like, what was that? Like, even if it was somebody that was messing with me. Like she was so genuine and serious. Right. Like the, the, she was not laughing at all. She was deadpan, just like, no, it's going to happen. Like, you know, and you, and you understand that, you know, this, this, and this. And it was like, it was almost kind of like me getting a reality check for something. I'm like, mind you, that has not happened. You know, it's like, like in that, Liar. like, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, we're not pulling in, you know, diamond studded, you know, swimming pools and things like, like, it's, it's like, it's, you it's probably not that have one with like, your other family in another country. <laughs> right. <laughs> my name is Alfonso. <laughs> Kyle is my reaction name. That's a, no, but, uh. No, nah, man, those were two instances that really uh, stood out to me. And those were the people that like, you know, no matter where I'm at in my life, I'm going to remember them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, no matter what it, what it was or whatever happened, like those were the words that were said that yeah. were said. And that was the person I saw. And like, I don't know that it was just, it was so that, interesting. No, that, that, that's a good one, man. I think that borderline t- borderline tops the first one. A little bit in some aspects, but yeah. I kind of hope that that, that uh, dynamic would work out for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you, know, yeah. you don't want to start off with end game and end with Iron Man, you know, so, <laughs> but you know, it's, that, it's just, that's just not good for television. So, but either way, guys, um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Uh, if you guys have enjoyed this questions podcast, I know this was very different. It was a radio show, but we make sure you give it a thumbs down. If you hate it, tell us like you know, it's to me. I, what I'm really looking forward with this podcast is that we do want to build structure like what we've done on Riker Road where it's yeah. like, no, nah, dude, what if we do have a questions thing every week where like people can ask us questions like if we put something up where it's like, hey, this week we're doing questions on yeah. this paranormal thing. Like, what are your questions or like or this artist or this movie or like things like that? Or it's it's being able to be more engaged with you guys and to be able to just make content that number one that you're going to want to watch, but yeah. also that you are going to feel like you're a part of. So that's, I mean, that's really kind of my goal is yeah. I, I want to make sure the Cavecast has its ability to stay connected to its audience, no matter what it's doing, no matter like, you know, who we're talking to or, you know, what we're talking about. And tonight was definitely a different one. Thank you guys for bearing with us, you know, yeah. through this day and stuff, just because like the, today was really rough, but we wanted to be sure that we gave you guys something. And uh, as I end every episode uh, or the majority of them, Eric, is there anything that you would like to say to the audience before we sign off? Share the shit out of this. No, uh, no, nothing really, man. Other than just this was fun and I hope we get to do this more. So cheers, guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you guys in the next one.